It's the miracle of life, two members of the same species coming together and creating something new. Now, it usually takes two to tango, but there are exceptions, and these exceptions can seem incredibly miraculous, especially when we're talking about sharks. For example, a baby smoothhound shark was born in an Italian aquarium this summer, but the tank had no male sharks, an incredibly rare case of asexual reproduction. This isn't the first time a virgin birth has been witnessed in sharks. A marvel of nature, marine biologists in Virginia say one of their sharks became pregnant without a male in her tank. Researchers have confirmed a world first that female banded hound sharks can reproduce without mating. She was alone for four years and then birthed a litter of sharks, a virgin birth. I talked to a PhD student who is studying this rarer way sharks reproduce about how this can happen and why it's still so mysterious. When you think about asexual reproduction in animals, you probably think about species that do it all the time, like annelid worms and sea stars. But what actually is it? Asexual reproduction is essentially where you have almost a replicate of the mother who's giving birth. Essentially, it's where an individual clones itself. Um, there's alternatives to how that's done genetically, but that's the essential definition. That's Florida State University student Anais Mouchet Bonilla. Her study of asexual reproduction is something that's pretty niche in the world of shark research, since it's so rare to catch asexual reproduction in the wild and nearly impossible to replicate for a study. It's a very interesting topic, very difficult to study. It's, it's going to take years for different scientists to put all the information together and see exactly which species, because even though we know of a handful, it's very likely that it's been seen in, in a lot of species because it's been seen in very large individuals and very small sharks. Asexual reproduction seems pretty handy, especially for the more independent types. It doesn't require any travel to find a partner and a species can reproduce at a much faster rate. Usually sharks reproduce the, shall we say, biblical way, but not always. Sometimes parthenogenesis comes into play or an embryo develops from an unfertilized cell and out comes a baby shark with all of mama and nothing from a daddy. You've seen it in um, aquariums where individuals that were born in the aquarium never been next to a male reproduce. And those are kind of the like, yes, this is parthenogenesis, especially whenever you get into the genetic sampling. A lack of genetic diversity is not a good thing. Genetic diversity helps keep species alive. Shout out to the theory of evolution. So asexual reproduction tends to be an ideal option for the female sharks. Sometimes what may seem like one type of asexual reproduction in captivity is actually a female shark playing the long game. Sometimes you have individuals that came from the ocean that are taken into the aquarium and then they're like six years into the aquarium and then all of a sudden they're pregnant, right? There's that possibility that whenever they're out initially in the wild, they had reproduced and kept the sperm and then all of a sudden decided to use that sperm to reproduce because they haven't seen males in years. Female sharks have been known to use the sperm from multiple males when they reproduce, which means different pups in one litter could be half-siblings. Asexual reproduction has been witnessed in a few other shark species in the past, and the ones that have experienced asexual reproduction give birth to live babies, not the species that lay their eggs in cases. 
NAE says that the reasons behind asexual reproduction are not fully understood. One theory is that the females experience a high pressure to reproduce, and asexual reproduction is triggered when there are no males around. What is interesting about this theory is that maybe this is something that can be seen in more species, especially as populations continue to decline for the endangered ones. Very, very interesting is because in the species that you would never think it would happen, because you see it in like worms and you see it in lizards and you see it in all that, but to think that a shark could do it, like the right pressure, would humans or would other animals be able to do it? So that's why it's such a big discovery. With research around asexual reproduction sparse, it is good to have young shark researchers interested in studying it and giving us yet another glimpse into the weird and wonderful world of sharks. I believe that one of the most interesting things about it is kind of trying to figure out how to research this, how to go about testing each of the species and to see if they can participate in this. And then I really think that the most interesting thing is being able to see exactly what life forms are capable of this. And then you would really be able to tell in earlier life history if this was a common thing or less common thing or might even be able to predict in the future, which is why I'm in, in ecology and evolution um, as well as marine biology. And so that kind of attributes to what we may possibly be able to tell in the future of what might happen in certain select um, populations. Thank you for listening to Shark Tales, a podcast created in partnership with the Atlantic White Shark Conservancy. You can find deep dives with shark researchers on all kinds of shark topics in seasons one and two. Find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.